Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hey guys, have you ever wondered what happened to the legendary Chuck Norris? I saw a video he made and I was shocked. He is in his 80s, still kicking butt, working out, staying active. He looks like he's got more energy, can work out longer, even has plenty of that energy left over for his grandkids, and he did this by making one change. He said that he still feels like he's in his 50s. His wife even started doing this thing too. She's never felt better. She says she feels 10 years younger, her body looks leaner, has energy all day, and Chuck's made a 20-minute video explaining step-by-step how anyone can do this same thing to see incredible changes in their health. Staying active is important. Moving around keeps you feeling good. Making sure that you take care of your gut health, your digestion, just overall, is also very important. Right now, you can go to mymorningkick.com slash Fightful. Watch Chuck's video right now. That's mymorningkick.com slash Fightful. Check out what Chuck Norris has to say. What's got him feeling so good these days? He explains everything, and you won't believe how simple it is. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Welcome to another Grapsy interview got a special guest we've got a native of buffalo a technical wrestling prodigy dance enthusiast daniel garcia what's going on man hey thank you for having me i didn't expect reg to be here i wouldn't agree to it if reg was going to be here but uh I, I guess i'm glad to be here it's whatever i guess it's whatever I guess. Come on, bro. Listen, listen, listen. Daniel Garcia, we have a long history. You've been yeah. a hater for every moment that I've known you pretty much. Um, but I will like to say that I am happy for your success and I'm happy that you are joining us here today. Sunday is going down. AEW Revolution. You got a huge match going into this TNT Championship against Christian Cage. It's a big show, Dan. Uh, Sting's retirement, like the show's lit. All kinds of tickets are sold already. Let's start off by saying, how do you just feel to be in this moment with this big giant show happening and uh, getting this title match on this show? Man, I feel incredibly blessed. It's a stacked pay-per-view card. We got 
Osprey versus Takeshita out of nowhere added to the card. Sting's last match. Samoa Joe versus Swerve and Hangman Adam Page. Tony Storm and Deanna Perrazzo. This mm -hmm. is one of the greatest cards that AEW has ever put together in the history of our company, and I'm glad that I can be contributing to it in some way. Yeah, uh, man. How does it feel to be challenging for the TNT title? Uh, for a lot of the history of AEW, the TNT title has been kind of the belt where guys like Sammy Guevara or Darby have made them ne their name. Like, so how does it feel to be in a conversation challenging for that belt? It feels great. I think being able to take the title off of a legend, a living legend like Christian Cage is, is going to be one of the biggest moments ever. I feel like um, somebody who has a reign of terror over AEW for like the past year, somebody who's been despicable, hateful. You just called me a hater. Christian Cage, that's a real hater. I mean, yeah. <laughs> A hateful, disgusting person being able to beat him and take that title that means so much to so many different people away from him and bring it back to, bring it back to somebody you know with a good heart. I feel like it, it's going to be a much needed change that uh, AEW is going to go through. Bro said a good heart. Silly, silly, silly. To get here, DG, you uh, had a pretty epic match with the legendary wrestler Adam Copeland. Uh, describe to me that moment wrestling Adam Copeland. He's been in AEW like having a really fun run of just like challenging the kind of the best of the best of the young up and comers. And we're talking best of the best young up and comers. Daniel Garcia is it. How was it to be in that moment with him and have that match? It's crazy. I mean, there are people who are, I guess, like matches that I figured if I made it to a big company one day, I thought that I would have people like Kenny, people like um like jericho these are people that you know were feasible people for me to wrestle but if reggie imagine if a couple years ago at a west coast pro show if you told dan garcia and lee moriarty they were going to be wrestling adam cole on tnt uh, adam copeland on tnt my bad like that's that's crazy i wouldn't have been able to to fathom that wrestling yeah, adam cole me out of there. Crazy. you know he's he's <laughs> he's one of those people that uh you know, I never thought I'd be able to step in the ring with, but it was an absolute privilege to do so. He's a tough dude. I tried to rip his leg off of his body, but it would not come off. And uh, he kept coming at me every single time. It's a shame that we didn't get to finish the match, but I think when I get that title and he's ready to come back, I'm not going to shy away from another contest with him. I'm just going to say it. As somebody that is a Hoops fan as well, and I know you get, you are also a basketball fan, this is the opportunity to make you the face of TNT. And this needs to come full circle, man. I know you guys did the NBA on BTE stuff at yep. one point. I would like to see you with that belt on the panel with Chuck and the guys. Ooh. That would be hard, <laughs> that, man. That could be that could be crazy. That could be crazy. Especially if you got Isaiah Cassidy on there too. That might not be safe for TV. That might not be safe for TV. Yeah, I don't know. That, that's a, that's a bad that the combination is going to be bad timing. Bad timing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just putting it into the atmosphere, man. Put, I would like put, to put me in the dunk contest for real. Put me in the dunk contest. I think your audio went off. Huh? Yep. You hear me? Yeah. You back? You back? You back? Okay. Uh, yeah. Nah. Uh, can't get much worse than dunk contest. Much worse. Yeah. Can't get much worse. Yeah. I can't. <laughs> I'll do better. I'll do better than Jalen Brown. You can I mean, go get out there, jump over Kaisenet too. I'll do more than jump over Kaisenet. <laughs> I'll, I'll jump. I'll jump over Ice Spice and twerk in the air would. and twerk in the air when I'm dunking the basketball. 
Hey, what's the homegirl you be thirsting over? Pink Panthers. Pink Panthers. Yeah. Hey yo. Different. Hey yo. Madness. Madness. Hey yo. Let's uh let's let's get it back on track here. You know, uh, as somebody, you talked about us, uh, West Coast Pro, and I've seen you in some intense, uh, grueling matches where you're just face-to-face with a person, punching each other, like trying to get the victory. Uh, end all, be a no-nonsense type wrestler. But, you know, over your development in AEW, this dance has kind of taken over uh, organically pretty much where – crowds are demanding you to do it uh when you when you're not there people are doing it it's become like its own phenomenon yeah as a wrestler that's so serious about pro wrestling how does it feel to have this other thing that's it it doesn't it's not silly it's not a silly thing but having this thing that's kind of comedic a little bit but also like it's still you how does it feel to have that extra element do you sometimes is it a detriment to you at this point? I don't think it's a detriment to me, detriment to me at all. I think wrestling, this business, it's all about versatility and it's all about variety. If you look at somebody like Eddie Guerrero, one of the greatest in-ring professional wrestlers of all time, you know, he shook his shoulders every once in a while. He did little shimmies. Yeah. Uh, the Rock, you know, he has taunts. Stone Cold even has taunts. Like Brian Danielson has a taunt. Um, I feel like whatever connects with the crowd, if people want it, you're foolish not to give it to them. You're foolish to take stuff away from them if that's what they want to see. And I feel like it's just another layer to me. I don't think it takes away from me at all. I think, if anything, it adds a lot to who I am. And it gives something for people to immediately attach to Danny Garcia, which I think uh, it's a blessing for sure. It's a definitely a blessing. That's dope. Yeah, I would agree. I would. I think coming into AEW, a lot of people knew you as the technical wrestling guy and definitely a talented wrestler. Um, but the dance has changed everything. It's kind of turns you into like an internet sensation for one thing, because we see the clips of you dancing a lot. We see that montage of you dancing as like a reaction to things a lot. Um, we've also got things like people using the, well, and I am too, as a reaction as well. Um, <laughs> How much of that do you see? Like, how much of the Twitter stuff do you see? I mean, I, I end up seeing it. I have notifications off of people that I don't follow. So I don't see as much as I used to, to, you know, protect my peace a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Totally understandable. But uh, I, I definitely see it sometimes. Uh, I'll see, like, the big highlight videos going off. And uh, it makes me laugh every single time. I like seeing the songs that people put it to. That's my favorite part. Like, see, seeing what they pick. Because sometimes they'll pick, like, like an appropriate song, like a Don Omar song or something like that. But then sometimes <laughs> they put it they put it to like somebody like Pink Panthers or something like really interesting. I, I think it, it always makes me laugh. Pink Panthers. You had to get back to it, didn't you? I had to. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, <laughs> there's a um a thing with uh we were just talking about it in one of our group chats with uh, Mr. Chris Jericho where people uh that have been aligned with Chris Jericho it takes them a lot to kind of I don't want to say shed that but you don't some people are so connected to Chris Jericho that it just carries them throughout their uh AEW career or just throughout their careers in 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 history you came up as a wrestler that I feel at this point has kind of gotten away from the whole he was a, a Jericho Appreciation Society member. He was a part of that. You've kind of like come into your own. 
uh, I know it, but was it a conscious effort to try to be Daniel Garcia and not be attached to anybody or anything? Man, Chris Jericho is such a great performer. He's one of the greatest wrestlers of all time, like no doubt about it. He is somebody that everybody considers to be a, a top 10, top five wrestler ever. There's not one person that doesn't. So he casts such a big shadow because of his greatness. He is like having your dad be one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time and you're trying to break into the NFL. You're always going to be compared to him and you're always going to be attached to him in a certain way. So it takes a special kind of performer to be able to not be drowned out by his shadow. And I've always known that I am a very special performer. I feel like if there is anybody to step out from that shadow and to carve his own path after that, it was going to be me. And I know it is me, and it's going to continue to be me. Mm. Uh, other than the JAS stuff, since you've come to the company, you've been linked with 2.0. You've been linked with 2.0 even um, as an indie wrestler. But recently, you've been like teaming with FDR. How has it been working with both uh, Cash and Dex? It's been great. FTR are two of the greatest wrestlers on the planet today. And to be able to learn from them just by standing next to them, I feel like through the transmitted property, I just like get knowledge by standing next to them. I said, like, I feel like they've forgotten more about wrestling than I've ever known about wrestling. So if you're not getting better by being around those people, like you must really suck if you're not being better by getting next to FTR. I, I get so much better just by talking to them. And it's a real blessing for sure. I think with what you've accomplished so far in AEW, it's uh there's not a lot of championships, which I know like we're Sunday we're aiming for, but you've had so many big pivotal moments like matches with Brian Danielson and the Adam Copeland stuff. Do you have any, like, is there a possible way to not learn from every match you have at this point? Like, um, it seems like every wrestler you're in has this wealth of knowledge that either, like you said, you could just stand next to them or, but being in the ring with like a Brian Danielson and Adam Copeland, CM Punk, say these type of dudes, like, is it just a consistent learning thing being on the job? Yeah, wrestling is constant learning. I feel like you know, every like two years that I've been in the business, I've been like, okay, I got it now. Like, like right, right now, like I get it. Mm-hmm. And then another two years pass. I'm like, man, I did not get it back then at all. Now I get it. And then another two years passes. You're like, now I get it. So it's just a constant evolution of learning and getting better. And AEW, I think is the perfect place for me to keep getting better. Cause I'm working with, I'm working with legends, but I'm also working with people like, you know, I, I get to see like Julia Hart, like a mm-hmm. relatively new wrestler, like figure out what works for her and Anna Jay figure out what works with her and people like Lee Johnson and people who are my peers, like Wheeler Yuta and Lee Moriarty. It's just the greatest melting pot of people figuring it out. And I think that really inspires me. For sure. Uh, definitely think you're one of the best. And, young- I, I'm sorry to interrupt, but figuring it out by themselves too. Mm-hmm. Not, not somebody not somebody telling them this is how you do it people kind of you know guiding them a little bit showing them the right direction but basically like in in reality figuring it out mostly by themselves which inspires me a lot yeah totally understand um yeah i I think you're one of the best young up-and-comers in the company for sure um speaking of moments like i think the uh world heavyweight title match 
to end the year last year, right before the Continental Classic was a moment for you. Um, also seeing you with a bunch of the other young up and comers and like that mock double uh, XL freshman cover was also a cool mm -hmm. moment. Um, how did that come together? Man, that was an idea that I had when I first got to AEW. I was like, what if we right. got, I was like, what if we got everybody like under like 27, under 25 on the roster and got them all together for a picture? The way I wanted to do it is I wanted to like plan it ahead. Like everybody get like the same color out, like how they really do double XL and like mm -hmm. make like an actual shoot of it. But I think that day, you know, um, Max just said, hey, let's get everybody together and take a picture. I'm like, all right, I had this idea two years ago, but whatever. And uh, <laughs> nah, but um, it was cool. I, I think it's a picture people are going to look back at hopefully in like 20 years. And I'm like, man, like, man, this is a cool conglomerate of people. And uh, I, I hope it's like one for the books one day. And judging the way things are going, I think it will be. Most definitely. You know, Dan, the thing that probably drives me the craziest in current pro wrestling are the debate on wins and losses and how some wrestlers won't have matches to because the losses or some people think that since wrestlers are in this position, they shouldn't lose. There was a time when your AEW career was kind of marred by losses and it, your story was built off of you uh, coming up short in these big moments. Um, in the Continental Classic specifically, most of it was based off of you losing, you know what I mean? The big the big victory was at the end, and mm -hmm. that ended up kind of helping your career, I think, in the situation. Um, when you were in those losing moments, how did it feel? What, like, those promos that you did, they were real. Is is that a truth? Is there truth to that? Yeah, I remember after the Continental Classic, after those couple weeks, I was so exhausted. And it wasn't even like a physical exhaustion. It was a an emotional exhaustion. And I remember one of the producers, Zane, he's one of the camera guys for um for AEW. He does a lot of the backstage stuff that you see, super talented guy. I remember he told me, like, yeah, you're so exhausted because you've been pouring your heart out after every single match for the past five weeks. And like that's not something that even clicked in my head. But I just remember feeling so like so like empty and so just so like like so exhausted, like I, I couldn't mm -hmm. explain it. And it wasn't even physically, like it was emotional, it's because of those promos. But I think a lot of the times during those losses and during those times where you just keep losing, you just have to have faith in yourself and you have to have belief in yourself that I'm gonna overcome all of these things. These losses do not define me. And mm -hmm. uh, I, I think that's the biggest thing. Like I never strive for perfection. I think uh, imperfection is beautiful. I think imperfection is what makes us humans different and what's what makes it's what makes every individual special so i never strive for perfection and i think if you just win all the time you're perfect that's boring i don't want to be boring i want to be imperfect i want to be beautiful and i think that's what uh losses represent for me yeah wow. some uh, bars there's definitely some bars in there um <laughs> yeah i i mean i think for sure out of continental classic you were one of the guys that benefited the most from being in it um how was that experience, not just working with so many legendary wrestlers, but also getting to tell a story throughout? Man, it's, it's like I said, it's, it's such a blessing. I keep saying blessing. I live a very blessed life. That's why I yeah. always, blessing is my favorite word. But um, it, it's amazing being able to wrestle on TV for that many weeks straight in such a packed locker room where so many people are fighting for opportunities every single week. And a lot of people who may be deserving of opportunities sometimes don't get it just because we have such a crowded locker room. It was, oh, 
like I can't describe the feeling that I felt when they told me, "Hey, you get to wrestle every week for the next five weeks." <laughs> it, it, it was it was amazing. It was amazing. And like in hindsight, like like I miss it so much. Like I still wrestle a lot now, but like, man, that tournament. It was a real turning point for AEW. It was a real turning point for Danny Garcia. And uh, I think that's something that people are going to look back at like a long time from now. And it, it's, a, it's a really special thing. It, it, like the Continental Classic is even more special than anybody realizes right now. People won't realize it until the next couple decades from now how important that tournament is. Yeah. That's what's really crazy is like it's, it's still so fresh and new in our brain because it just happened that we don't know what we witnessed. Like we're yeah. still like, Man, that was a great tournament. Like everybody killed it, but we're gonna look back and be like, "Oh my god!" Like, we but were in a, but in in a way, history. in a way, it still feels like very nostalgic, even though it was a couple months ago. Like, I'm nostalgic mm -hmm. for that time. It, it's really weird. <laughs> I mean, knowing that every week you're going to have a guaranteed match, I can understand why that felt good. And beyond that, it's like, oh, you're going to be in a match with Brody King, or you're going to be like, it's yeah. like you're not going to be. They're going to be great matches where you're put. 100% to the limit. Mm -hmm. Um the tournaments like that did it what was your mind state kind of going into each week cuz you kind of knew who you were going to wrestle um was it like you focusing every match like oh, I'm going to wrestle this person I'm focusing on this kind of attack I'm wrestling this person or, or was it just kind of a wide like every match I'm going to attack it this way Yeah my wrestling I feel like is very uh, malleable it's it's very um you can adjust it to different people. I, I don't think I wrestle one specific way every single match. I think uh, I wrestle Shane Taylor in a different way that I wrestle Adam Copeland. I wrestle Adam Copeland in a different way that I wrestle Brian Danielson. And that's all by design. I like to have different unique matches with everybody that I step in the ring with, and I think that shows. Like, I think, like, Bret Hart was always very good at that. He had yep. very different style matches with everybody he was in the ring with. And that's something that I always try to do. I know Lee Moriarty is also very big on that. He's somebody who inspires me in that way a lot too. He never has the same match with, with different people. Because you know, like you game plan for different people in different ways. You adjust to people in different ways. Not everybody's the same. Don't treat everybody like they're the same. Right. Yeah, totally agreed. Uh, probably gonna have to start wrapping up our time. Uh, this was definitely one of those interviews that feels like it was long overdue, not just because your connection to Reg, like <laughs> um, also know a friend of ours that used to be a co-host on this podcast. Uh, so it's definitely a pleasure having you. Yes, sir. Thank you guys for having me. Reg, I don't know when I'll see you again, but I hope it's not soon. <laughs> I hope it's not soon. Well, I hope I see you. How about that? I asked <laughs> where you was at. Yes, you. sir. <laughs> now, come through. Come through. Defend that uh, PWG championship one more time. Man, I hope so. Soon. <laughs> Appreciate you, Dan, man. Have a good one. Win that belt this Sunday, big dog. Let's get it. Definitely hope to see you win that belt this Sunday. Of course, that is this Sunday at AW Revolution. This has been Grapsity Podcast interview. Daniel Garcia, Righteous Reg, I feel Lindsay. We're out. Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16 ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% lean ground sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca Cola, Pepsi, or 7 Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.
How many times have you seen it? A big name wrestler gets hacked. They're trying to sell PlayStations or something on their Twitter. They need that NordVPN.com slash Fightful. Not just for that, but all their sensitive files, their, their, their storyline information, their pitches, their private documents. You want NordVPN.com slash Fightful to protect you when you're on the road or when you're at home. When you're at home, you can put it on your router. It protects everything. You can put it on your phone, laptop, desktop, PC. But on the road, whether you're at the hotel connecting to that Wi-Fi, the airport connecting to that Wi-Fi, the event center even, you want to have some protection for your devices and nordvpn.com slash fightful does that in addition you shield your data from snoops and criminals protect yourself on that public wi-fi secure every device you own and add extra layers of security to your digital life in addition to all the great features we tell you about all the time they also have 24 7 support if you need that help nordvpn.com slash fightful